Good evening and welcome to our City of Champaign Township meeting for December 6, 2022. I'd like to call this meeting to order and I ask the clerk to please call the roll. Board Member Pianfetti? Here. Williams? Present. Beck? Here. Bruno? Here. Fulmer? Gladney? Present. Eningas? Here. Kyles? Here. Chairperson Finan? I am here and I would note that um, Town board member, council member Fulmer uh, has a sick daughter, so he's not going to be here tonight. Um, we need a motion for approval of the minutes. I move that we approve the minutes of the regular board meeting held November 1st, 2022. Second. Is there any discussion? All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. Motion carries. Uh, do we have any correspondence? We have none, Your Honor. <coughs> we have the summary of expenditures for October. I move that we put on file the summary of expenditures for October 2022. Second. Any discussion? All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. Motion carries. We have a public hearing uh, relating to the township levy. I declare this public hearing open. The purpose of the public hearing is to provide an opportunity for all persons interested in or affected by the township's 2022 property tax levy to express their views. Notice of the public hearing was published on November 27, 2022 in the News Gazette. If anyone desires to express his or her views regarding the proposed levy, please step up to the podium to be recognized and state your name and address for the record. Okay, seeing no one, I declare this public hearing closed and I'm going to turn it over to you, Township Supervisor. Thank you, Your Honor. Uh, as noted, we have Ordinance 2022-1201 uh, that um, <coughs> levies taxes for all township purposes for the City of Champaign Township uh, for tax year 2022, collectible in 2023. As, uh, as what's occurred over the last 10 years, of course, we keep the same rate, the growth, um, in other words, the percentage increase uh, that you'll see uh, in this levy is only based on growth and the consumer price index growth. Um, so that's uh, happy to answer questions, but nothing really significantly different this year than previous years. Town Board Chair Finan, I move that we approve an ordinance 2022-1201 tax levy. Second. All right, we have a motion and a second. Are there any questions regarding the tax levy? Anyone in the audience wish to address this issue? Any town board comment? Please call the roll. Board Member Pianfetti? Yes. Williams? Yes. Beck? Yes. Bruno? Yes. Gladney? Yes. Eningas? Yes. Kyles? Yes. Chairperson Finan? Yes. The ordinance passes 9 to 0. The next item on, zero. I'm sorry, 8 to 0. The next item on our agenda is the 21 22 audit. Chairperson Finan, I move that we approve and put on file the FY21 22 audit. Second. Uh, town supervisor, do you have any? No, that'll be comments? available in our office as well as online. 
Okay, are there any town board comments or questions? Anyone in the audience wish to address this? Please call the roll. Board member Pianfetti? Yes. Williams? Yes. Beck? Yes. Bruno? Yes. Gladney? Yes. Eningas? Yes. Kyles? Yes. Chairperson Finan? Yes. Uh, it, is, it is placed on file. Uh, we are now at the point of our meeting for audience participation. Is there anyone who wishes to address us sitting as the town board? Seeing none, are there any uh, town board member comments? Supervisor? Your Honor, just briefly, as many of you are aware, um, the township uh, took ownership of the shelter, 70 East Washington, on November 29th. Um, we've been onboarding staff. We hired 23 individuals to help staff the shelter, uh, anywhere from caseworkers to safety personnel to medical staff to um, outreach to executive director. And um, I can, I can uh, excitedly say that onboarding has gone well. Uh, the shelter will open under strides on Monday, uh, December 12th. And, uh, and the transition's going well between us and CU at home. There's uh, quite a bit of work to do over the next few days. But I'm here to thank you uh, for your commitment to ensure that we're able to serve those that are uh, underserved in our community. And um, you know, we're excited to, to get the ball rolling after so many months of work to uh, get to this point. So thank you. Uh, there'll be uh, lots of staff, of course, there starting Monday moving forward uh, with an open house to come once things settle down just a bit. Thank you. And our next meeting is January 10th, 2023. Chairperson Finan, I move that we adjourn. Second. Any discussion? All those in favor signify by saying aye. Aye. Opposed, same sign. We are adjourned into the City Council meeting for December 6, 2022. Um, I call this meeting to order. I ask you to join me for a moment of silence, followed by the pledge. Good evening, Your Honor and members of the City Council. It is my privilege this evening to introduce a new employee. Lucas Vandeventer is the newest purchasing technician in our Public Works Department. Um, his responsibilities include uh, conducting the purchasing functions, particularly for all the purchases under the administrative purchasing limit. He works on vehicle replacement schedule and assists in developing our public works budget and CIP. Um, to, to say that we do a lot of purchasing in the public works department is an understatement. We move a lot of money, we have a lot of contracts, we purchase a lot of goods. Maintaining the city's infrastructure is a significant commitment. So we are lucky to have someone of Lucas's caliber. He has his Bachelor of Science in Business from Eastern Illinois University, and he came to us as formerly the Assistant Vice President of Lending at Philo Exchange Bank. And his statement, what he is looking forward to about his new position, is joining a collaborative and rewarding workplace environment. We are glad to have you. Congratulations on your appointment.
All right. So, roll call. Councilmember Pianfetti? Here. Williams? Present. Beck? Here. Bruno? Here. Fulmer? Gladney? Present. Aningas? Here. Kyles? Here. Mayor Finan? I am also here. Minutes. Madam Mayor, I move that we approve the minutes of November 1st, 2022 regular council meeting and November 1st, 2022 post council study session. Second. Any discussion? All those in favor signify by saying aye. Aye. Opposed, same sign. Motion carries. Do we have any correspondence? We have none, Your Honor. All right. We do have a public hearing for the property tax, uh, public property tax hearing. Uh, the Illinois state law requires that the city of Champaign hold a public hearing on its estimated 2022 property tax levy. In accordance with these state legal requirements, a truth and taxation notice was published in the News Gazette on Sunday, November 27, 2022, and was placed on file at the Champaign Public Library and on the city's website at www.champaignil.gov on Wednesday, November 23, 2022. I now declare this public hearing open. If anyone desires to express their views concerning the 2022 property tax levy, please come forward and be recognized. Please state your name and city of residence for the record. Seeing no one, I now declare the public hearing closed and note that the city council will act upon the 22 property tax levy later this evening during our regular council meeting. And with that, please call the first bill. Your Honor, I move that we consolidate Council Bill Number 2022-183 and Council Bill Number 2022-184. Second. All those in favor of consolidation signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. They are consolidated. Please call them both. Council Bill 2022-183, an ordinance levying the annual taxes for general purposes in the city of Champaign, Illinois, for the fiscal year beginning July 1st, 2022 and ending June 30th, 2023. Council Bill 2022-184, an ordinance directing the Champaign County Clerk to abate the tax levies for library operating and improvement funds, the General Corporate Purpose Fund, the Illinois Municipal Retirement Fund levy, and federal social security levy for the tax year 2022. These council bills concern the 2022 property tax levy. The first council bill would adopt a tax levy of $29,524,900 with an estimated tax rate of 1.3152 per $100 of equalized assessed valuation. The second council bill would approve the abatement of part of the tax levy if the extension results in a tax rate above the 1.3152. Are there any technical questions? Anyone in the audience wish to address this issue? Council comment? Please call the roll. Councilmember Pianfetti? Yes. Williams? Yes. Beck? Yes. Bruno? Yes. Gladney? Yes. Aningas? Yes. Kyles? Yes. Mayor Finan? Yes. Uh, council bills pass 8 to 0. Please call the next bill. Council Bill 2022 185, an ordinance amending various sections of Chapters 30, 
31 and 37 of the Champaign Municipal Code, 1985, as amended. So moved. Second. The purpose of this council bill is to approve a text amendment to Chapter 37 of the Champaign Municipal Code to adopt language that refers to the approved street classifications map in the manual practice instead of the comp plan. Are there any technical questions? Anyone in the audience wish to address this? Council comment? Please call the roll. Councilmember Pianfetti? Yes. Williams? Yes. Beck? <coughs> yes. Bruno? Yes. Gladney? Yes. Eningez? Yes. Kyles? Yes. Mayor Finan? Yes. Council bills pass. Council bill passes eight to zero. Your Honor, I move that we consolidate Council Bill Number 2022-186 and Council Bill Number 2022-187. Second. All those in favor of consolidation signify by saying aye. Aye. Opposed, same sign. Motion carries. Please call both bills. Council Bill 2022-186, a resolution approving a grant agreement with the State of Illinois Department of Commerce and Economic Opportunity for the South Downtown Sanitary Sewer Project. Council Bill 2022-187, a resolution expressing official intent regarding certain expenditures to be reimbursed from the proceeds of an obligation. These council bills concern the construction of the South Downtown Sanitary Sewer Project. The purpose of the first council bill is to approve a grant funding agreement with the Department of Commerce and Economic Opportunity and the amount of $1,200,000 for the South Downtown Sanitary Sewer Project. The second council bill states the city's intent to issue up to $4,370,000 in debt to finance the project and the city's intent to use some of the bond proceeds to reimburse the city for the project costs finalized with its own funds. The $4,370,000 figure includes not only project construction over the next few years, but also future expenditures to complete the South Downtown Sanitary Sewer Project. Are there any technical questions? Anyone in the audience wish to address this issue? Council comment? Please call the roll. Councilmember Pianfetti? Yes. Williams? Yes. Beck? Yes. Bruno? Yes. Gladney? Yes. Eningez? Yes. Kyles? Yes. Mayor Finan? Yes. Council passes 8 to 0. Your Honor, I move that we consolidate Council Bills number 2022-188, Council Bill number 2022-189, and Council Bill number 2022-190. Second. The purpose of these council bills is to approve the third amendment. Oh, we probably need you to read it. <laughs> Let's first, uh, any, everybody in favor of consolidation signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. All right, now, Shannon. Council Bill 2022-188, a resolution approving an amendment to the Redevelopment Incentive Program Grant Agreement. Council Bill 2022-189, a resolution approving an amendment to the Redevelopment Incentive Program Grant Agreement. And Council Bill 2022-190, a resolution approving an amendment to the Redevelopment Incentive Program Grant Agreement. The purpose of these Council Bills is to approve the third amendments to the Redevelopment Incentive Grant Agreements between JTS Properties, LLC, and the City of Champaign for the redevelopment of three buildings at 65 East University Avenue. The amendments extend the deadline for completion of the project and eligibility for the remaining incentive fund to February 15th, 2023. Are there any technical questions? Anyone in the audience wish to address this issue? 
If you do, please step forward to the microphone, state your name. I'm sorry, if you wish to address this issue, please step forward to the microphone. I host a sign, or is it how is that how is that phrased? I'm sorry, I can talk to you after the meeting about because that. Because I'm misconstruing what you're saying when you're saying when you're saying you're passing those. I I understand. If you'd like to sit closer, that like, would be like, fine. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Is there anyone who wishes to address this issue? All right. Are there any council comments? Please call the roll. Councilmember Pianfetti. Yes. Williams? Yes. Beck? Yes. Bruno? Yes. Gladney? Yes. Aningas? Yes. Kyles? Yes. Mayor Finan? Yes. Council bills pass 8 to 0. Please call the next up. Oh, Council Member Pianfetti. Your Honor, I move that we consolidate Council Bill Number 2022-191 and Council Bill Number 2022-192. Second. All those in favor of consolidation signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. Motion carries. Please call both bills. Council Bill 2022-191, an ordinance amending the zoning map of the City of Champaign to rezone 1901 West Curtis Road from the SF1 single-family residential zoning district to the <coughs> CN commercial neighborhood zoning district. Council Bill 2022-192, an ordinance annexing territory pursuant to petition. These council bills would approve an application for a zoning map amendment that would rezone 1901 West Curtis Road from <coughs> SF1 single family residential zoning district to the CN commercial neighborhood zoning district and annex 2.311 acres at 1907 West Curtis Road. The application is submitted by Hallbeck Homes, Inc. Are there any technical questions? Anyone in the audience wish to address this issue? Council comment, please call the roll. Councilmember Pianfetti? Yes. Williams? Yes. Beck? Yes. Bruno? Yes. Gladney? Yes. Aningas? Yes. Kyles? Yes. Mayor Finan? <clears throat> yes. Council bills pass eight to zero. Councilmember Pianfetti. Your Honor, I move that we consolidate Council Bill number 2022-193 and Council Bill number 2022-194. Second. All those in favor of consolidation signify by saying aye. Aye. Pose same sign. Motion carries. Please call both bills. Council Bill 2022-193, a resolution approving a professional services agreement with Reifstack, Reed and Company Architects, an Illinois corporation for the fire stations facility studies project. Council Bill 2022-194, a resolution approving a professional services agreement with Reifstack Reed and Company Architects, an Illinois corporation for the police station facility studies project. These council bills will approve a professional service agreement with Reifstack Reed and Company Architects, an Illinois corporation, in an amount not to exceed $175,000 to provide architectural services for the fire station facilities studies project and will approve a professional services agreement with Reefstech Reed and Company Architects in an amount not to exceed 55,000 to provide architectural services for police station facility studies project. Are there any technical questions? Anyone in the audience wish to address these issues? Council comment? 
Please call the roll. Councilmember Pianfetti? Yes. Williams? Yes. Beck? Yes. Bruno? Yes. Gladney? Yes. Aningas? Yes. Kyles? Yes. Mayor Finan? Yes. Council bills pass 8 to 0. Please call the last <coughs> council bill. Council Bill 2022-195, a resolution accepting a bid and authorizing the city manager to execute an agreement for the 2023 tree and stump removal project. So moved. Second. The purpose of this council bill is to accept a bid and authorize the city manager to enter into an agreement with Homer Tree Care Inc. of Lockport, Illinois, in the amount of $108,225 for removal of 81 trees and stumps of the city on the city right of way as part of the 2023 tree and stump removal project. Are there any technical questions? Anyone in the audience wish to address this? Council comment? Please call the roll. Councilmember Pianfetti? Yes. Williams? Yes. Beck? Yes. Bruno? Yes. Gladney? Yes. Aningas? Yes. Kyles? Yes. Mayor Finan? Yes. Councilable passes 8 to 0. We're now at the point of our meeting for general audience participation. If anyone wishes to address the council, please step forward. State your name and city of residence. Please limit your comments to five minutes or less. Thank you, Your Honor. I didn't get enough mic time earlier, so I figured <laughs> I'd come back. Um, I think in 10 years as an elected official, it's the first time I've spoken to you as a council. But I, um, I, I would be remiss to not approach you uh, to speak, and as well as with uh, department heads here, to the commitment um, that the employees of this organization have uh, to this community. I was able to see firsthand as we've been doing a really lot of heavy lifting over the last six months to get this shelter open. Uh, the type of caliber of employees that work uh, for the city of Champaign. I'm familiar with the city, um, with some employment here myself over the last 26 years, but not at the type of um, perspective that I've been able to see over the last six months that I realize just how superb they are. And so um, department heads, city council, second to none by far. And I want to publicly commend uh, on the record um, all of the departments, I think the vast majority have had some level of work as it relates to this shelter. Um, and again, it, the amount of lifting was significant and every one of them rose to the occasion on every level. So thank you for your leadership um, and for your support of, of this community because it shows when you work with, with, um, with your employees. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else? Any council comments? City manager. For some reason, I am not working my microphone tonight. Um, just as a reminder, after our post-council study session, the administration is requesting a closed session to discuss collective negotiating matters. All right, you're on. Madam Mayor, I move that we approve the vendor payments in the amount of $2,154,284 dollars 22 cents second any discussion all those in favor signify by saying aye aye post same sign motion carries madam mayor i move that we approve two payrolls the first is of november 10th 2022 in the amount of two million two hundred two thousand six hundred fifty dollars 39 cents 
and the other payroll is of November 23rd, 2022, in the amount of two million ninety-nine thousand eight hundred thirteen dollars ninety-five cents. Second. Any discussion? All those in favor, signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. Motion carries. All right. Am I turning it directly over? All right, Dave, you're on. Uh, thank you, Mayor, and good evening, Council. Um, so we're here tonight to talk about the Municipal Electric Pro Aggregation Program. Give you a little, give you Council a little update on that. Uh, let me advance to the next slide. So the purpose of tonight's study session is two-part. Uh, first, it's provide Council an update on the city city's MEA program, and second, to obtain Council input on the selection criteria that will be used for the 2023 renewal of the city's MEA program, assuming that council wants to continue uh, with the MEA program next cycle. The last time Public Works updated council and study session on the, on the MEA program was two years ago in the fall of 2020. Um, and at that time, council approved the MEA selection criteria and authorized staff to begin the procurement process for the current two-year MEA selection criteria um, and authorized staff uh, uh, excuse me, authorized staff to begin the procurement process for the current two-year MEA program, which began in July of 21 and concluded um, in next June 23. Uh, since we're about seven months away from the, when the current program expires, we're ready to start the process now uh, for the next term. Um, so tonight's presentation is pretty much a standard update on the program. Overall, there's really nothing new and no surprises to report on, other than, um, as I'm sure you've seen in the news, we can expect to see higher electricity rate uh, prices uh, than what we're currently experiencing with the current MEA program, and I'll touch on that later in the program. So municipal electrical aggregation, or MEA, as it's commonly referred to, is the result of the 2010 state law that allows Illinois municipalities to create MEA programs for their community. MEA programs allow municipalities to pool together the electricity supply of its residents and small businesses and then seek bids from retail electric suppliers who will supply power uh, to the pooled members. The theory is that by pooling a large group together, members should receive better terms and better electricity prices than the standard Ameren supply rate. So when the city created the MEA program, the primary benefits were to provide Champaign residents a guaranteed stable rate over the term of the contract an opportunity to purchase electricity pr produced with higher percentages of renewable energy and an opportunity to save on their power bill by purchasing electricity lower than the standard Ameren supply rate. So to understand the EMA program, we can start off with a typical uh, residential electricity bill. Uh, the information on this slide is actually clipped from my power bill from my house. Um, as you can see, there are three main parts to the bill. There are uh, electric delivery portion, the electric supply portion, and a portion for taxes and other fees. Uh, with re respect to the taxes and other fees and the electric delivery portions of the bill, uh, we, the customer, have no choice in these, being connected to the power grid and consuming electricity. Uh, you have to pay the taxes and fees, and Ameren is responsible for delivering electricity for Southern uh, and Central Illinois. With respect to electric supply portion of your bill, you can see that the bill shows the city's current MEA supplier, which is Energy Harbor, and our current contract fixed rate at 4.79 cents per uh, kilowatt hour. And the extension for my house for, the, for that month is 
$0.59. Cents. Um, I will note that if I chose the 100% renewable rate, which is 5.05 cents per kilowatt hour, uh, then my supply cost would be $37.52. Uh, so an additional $1.93 uh, for, for this bill if I chose the 100% re renewable rate. So the AMR bill also contains further details about the current MEA supplier, uh, such as website address, uh, contact information uh, with the phone number, um, and it also shows the current Ameren uh, price to compare price for that month. So with the electric supply portion of the bill, um, you have three choices. Uh, first, if your community passed a referendum for uh, authorizing aggregation, MEA as a choice. Uh, second option is to purchase electricity individually from a retail electric supplier. The retail electric supplier options can be found on the ICC website called Plug-In Illinois, which currently lists about 27 different retail suppliers that individuals could explore uh, and choose a supply offer that's, that's good for them. Uh, third choice is if MEA is not available and you don't want to spend the time to uh, research the uh, suppliers on Plug-In Illinois, uh, then you can default to Ameren and Ameren will supply your electricity. So next, a little background on the city's MEA program. Uh, the city's passed its MEA referendum in March of 2012. Um, a month later, on April 17, 2012, city adopted an ordinance establishing the city's MEA program. On May 15, 2012, city approved, uh, council approved the MEA plan of operations and governance. The city's first MEA power supply agreement was with Integris. Uh, from July 2012 through June of 2014 at a rate of 4.149 cents per kilowatt hour, and that was for 100% renewable energy. Uh, the, city, the city then suspended the MEA program from July of 2014 through July of 2015 because the city was not able to obtain bids that didn't meet or beat the Ameren supply rate uh, for that year. For July 2015 through June 2016, our MEA supplier was Homefield Energy, which provided 25% renewable energy at 5.926 cents per kilowatt hour. For July 2016 to June 2018, our MEA supplier was again Homefield Energy, which provided members a choice between two rates, a base rate of 5.408 cents per kilowatt hour that included a percentage of renewable energy that complied with the Illinois Renewable Portfolio Standards or an option of 5.485 cents per kilowatt hour for 100% renewable energy. Uh, MEA members were automatically enrolled in the base rate program, and if members wanted the higher rate of renewable, they just needed to contact Homefield to sign up for the full 100% renewable option. For the period between November 2017 to June 2018, the state of Illinois changed the Illinois <clears throat> Renewable Energy Portfolio Standard Regulations, which impacted electric supply rates and caused home fields rates to decrease uh, for both the base rate as well as the 100% uh, renewable rate. So um, I want to note that, as mentioned earlier, one of the benefits of our MEA program is that it's a stable rate over the term of the contract, and that's written into the city's contract with the supplier and can't be changed only unless there is a change in the state law, which is something that neither the city nor the supply have, supplier have any control over. 
So from the period of July 2018 to June 2021, our MEA supplier was Constellation Energy with a rate of 4.83 cents per kilowatt hour for 100% renewable energy. And now for our current contract with Energy Harbor that runs from uh, last July 21 to next July 23, uh, we have a base rate of 4.79 cents per kilowatt hour and an option for 100% renewable at 5.05 uh, cents per kilowatt hour, which you saw on, on the power bill. So how does our MEA uh, rate compare with Ameren? Uh, this table is uh, shown in this slide is from uh, table one in your report. And I only copied the last six months of the table to illustrate the comparison between the MEA program and Ameren's rates. And as you can see, our contract provides a nice steady stable rate each month. However, you see changes monthly in uh, Ameren's rate there. So looking at the cumulative savings column on the right, you can see that through September of this year, uh, there's been significant cumulative savings for our city MEA members. In fact, MEA members have collectively, across all members, saved approximately $5.626 million on their electricity cost than if Ameren was supplying their power. A large majority of the savings has come since June of this year when Ameren's rate basically doubled, uh, while the city's MEA rate remains steady on their current contract with Energy Harbor. The Ameren rate is significantly higher due to a major increases in wholesale energy prices and higher world energy supply challenges. And because of those higher global energy costs, it is very likely that the city's next MEA contract will have much higher rate than what we currently have with the current supply. So you're already starting to see those higher energy rates with other local municipal MEA programs that recently renewed and will begin probably in February after the first of the year. There have been recent articles in the News Gazette highlighting those higher rates. An article appearing on November 4th read, Urbana residents will see electric rates triple next year. An article on November uh, 8th read, Area municipalities on electric rate increases, it's going to be bad. So for instance, City of Urbana uh, signed up for a rate of 12.2 cents per kilowatt hour. Uh, Champaign County will be at 12.22 cents per kilowatt hour. Village of Savoy uh, signed up for 12.12 cents per kilowatt hour. Uh, Village of Muhammad will be at 12.2 cents per kilowatt hour. And while Ameren's current price to compare is 12.2366 cents uh, per kilowatt hour. So at this point, it's difficult to know what our rate's going to be, uh, but it's safe to assume that it will likely be higher uh, than what we have now. So let's talk now about how we renew our MEA program. So electricity is similar to and behaves like any other commodity that's on the open market. The, the price of electricity fluctuates and all sorts of external factors can affect that price, such as market conditions, weather, and world events. Because of this instability, the prices for the MEA electricity bids are typically only good for the day of the bid that we receive it. The city cannot purchase electricity using our traditional uh, purchase process where we receive bids, open bids, come to council for approval of the price and then execute the contract. That traditional purchasing process just takes too long. Uh, so we use an alternative purchasing process to purchase electricity. And this is the same process that we use several times in the past for similar MEA programs. How the process works is that council approves ahead of time the purchasing parameters or selection criteria for seeking electricity bids uh, from the suppliers. 
interested electricity suppliers will provide their bids, and if the bid falls within those certain set of purchasing criteria, then the city manager has the authority to execute an agreement to purchase. After the agreement's been executed, Public Works will prepare an information-only memo that advises council the action that staff has taken. Staff is preparing to follow this same process for the renewal of the MEA program in 2023, assuming uh, council would like to pursue the renewal. So as shown on this slide, the proposed selection criteria for the MEA renewal in 23 is uh, revenue neutral. That is uh, $50,000 payment uh, from the supplier to the city to offset the expenses of our professional services that we use and our staff time. Uh, to provide a price that will meet or beat the airman supply rate, a fixed firm price for at least one year, a base rate that complies with the Illinois Renewable Energy Portfolio Standards, and an option rate price that provides for 100% renewable energy. So for our next steps in the process, uh, this coming December 20th, we've scheduled for council authorization for the uh, Brubaker Consultant Agreement, uh, who helps us with our, uh, our purchasing process uh, in the amount of 42,000, and to update the planner governance, distribute electricity proposals, receive and review bids, and also on the 20th, uh, council action to authorize the city manager uh, to execute a power supply agreement with a successful supplier. Then next spring, our consultant, uh, Brubaker, will begin the bid process of requesting bids for the city's 2023 MEA program. And then staff will provide information back to council on staff's action if the bid was successful or not. So that concludes the presentation and open for any questions. Any technical questions? Councilmember Beck. I have a question that about an impact of a, a piece of legislation. So I was wondering if the um, Climate and Equitable Jobs Act will impact our MEA in the future going forward at all. Or if you don't have information about that, you can maybe we can get offline later and you can tell me. But yeah, I'd I have to research that. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, I just was wondering if it was going to impact the Illinois Renewable Energy Standards at all, given that the movement of that act, which was passed, I think, in September of 21, is to eliminate fossil fuels. And I didn't know if that would have an impact on what what we were required to do as a municipality in our energy purchases. Um, I'm not I'm not aware of that, but I follow up to our consultant who's who's plugged into that kind of legislation to see what they say, if that's going to impact us or not. Right. And, and I'll get back to you. Thank you. Anyone else? Councilmember Gladden. <clears throat> yeah, I'm probably just not understanding something here, but so as I understand it, this contract we're under currently is good through June of 2023. But is there something, I thought I saw something in here about the rates going up in February? Or what was that about, something happening in February? Uh, so in February is when a lot of the other local municipalities, they, okay. their programs is on a different cycle than we have. And a lot of their programs will start February, right after okay. the holidays here, and their rates are in, in the, around the 12 cents. We were good through June. We're good through end of June, first of July timeframe. Okay. And as I understand it, so in the past we've had these contracts for occasionally like one year, but it looks like predominantly it's been two years or even three years. But you're saying this time we're looking to maybe just do it for one year. Um, that would be it's a minimum one year timeframe that mm -hmm. we would get a bid for. Um, and if the prices are favorable for beyond one year, we would certainly entertain that. My hunch is that we'd probably just go with a 12-month 12, uh, 12 or one-year cycle just, just because the volatility in the markets right now. We don't want to lock in too long at a too high a rate. 
Understood. Um, and it talks about that if the bids don't meet our criteria, then we'll suspend um, the program temporarily. What would be, um, do we have a time frame of when we look at returning to look at, uh, look at it again? Yeah, it would have to be for one year or 12 month time, time suspension. Um, that's a requirement for the, by state law that if you leave your MEA program and you jump back to Ameren, then you have to be with Ameren for 12 months before you can re-enroll in a new MEA program. Okay. All right. Thank you. Anyone else? Councilmember Niga. I was just curious if uh, this is part of the question for township supervisor, supervisor and maybe somebody with the budget, but did, are we aware of how this is going to impact how some of our programs are going to help, or the programs that help certain families with bills and things like that, are, do we have any foresight on that yet? Or I'm assuming, again, probably something we should ask. You mean like LIHEAP? LIHEAP. Like yeah. LIHEAP. It yeah. shouldn't impact any, any of those programs. Well, I guess I'm speaking more so in terms of like the amount that we are allocating per family. Does that affect that? No, it shouldn't, it shouldn't impact that at all. Okay. Anyone else? All right. Anyone in the audience wish to address this issue? Seeing none, any council comment? All right, so our poll is incorporate council's input and finalize this. Oh, council member Pianfetti. I just wanted to thank you for your work on this and to um, put my support behind a continuation of the negotiation for bids and for um, I, anything to keep the price down <laughs> in, the, in the negotiation process. I, I think as, I, you know, a, a lot of people saw this on the agenda and, and uh, you know, in conversations with them, uh, you know, they were just uh, really complimentary about the efforts that the city did prior to this. And I think for many families, this was a saving grace to them when, um, uh, the situations were tough. Um, this was really helpful to them. So um, thank you um, for the work prior to this and, and um, to everybody that has negotiated for this. So thank you very much. Anyone else? All right. So incorporate council's input and finalize the selection criteria for the 20th to be used in 23 to choose a vendor. Councilmember Pianfetti. Yes. Yes. Y yes. 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 And yes, you have direction. Thank, Thank you. you. So I need a motion for a close yeah, session. Your, your Honor, I move that we move into close session to discuss matters of collective negotiation followed by adjournment. Second. Please call the roll. Councilmember Pianfetti? Yes. Williams? Yes. Beck? Yes. Bruno? Yes. Gladney? Yes. Eninguez? Yes. Kyles? Yes. Mayor Finan? Yes. We are in closed session to be followed by adjournment. <laughs>